Welcome to the Working Mama podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Well, hey there, Mama. Welcome back to another episode of the Working Mama podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about communities, and it's a topic that we often associate communities just, you know, in a personal sense, maybe with uh, like mother's groups and sporting events and, and the like. Uh, but then also from a business sense, there's also networks. So I really want to um, chat today with you about, you know, some of the challenges that women are faced with in the workplace and then why we all, you know, really, you know, the benefits of belonging to a community and how also how they can help you. So, Humans are social beings. They really have a need to belong and this is deeply ingrained in our nature. Even like hundreds of years ago, we lived in villages and communities and we had that pack mentality that we'd move from one location into another. So it's a really big part of our being and certainly as well during COVID, we learned that you know, we really actually did want that inter- interaction with people. And when we had social isolation, and trust me, we don't want to go back there, we didn't do well. So as much as we say, oh, we don't want to really be around others, look, you know, it's it's something that we also really, you know, now realize that we really do. And we do have an innate human desire to connect with with others and with each other and we have a fundamental need for belonging and in this there's not only just that physical element but it's also the psychological and also the emotional um, well-being elements of being part of a community and we'll go into that a little bit more. Actually before I forget I've jumped straight into this episode without actually telling you that this episode is brought to you by the Working Mama Village. The doors are currently open, so they close on Friday the 21st of July. So jump on, have a look, Working Mama Village, and um, you know, love to have you in as a member. So um, getting back to today's podcast, just a small segue there. Also, as I said, communities really have that sense of belonging. They you know, really help us with our identity, our purpose, and also giving support and as I said we want to feel connected to others and a big part of that as well is is it helps with our confidence and that we all know that when we return back into work after maternity leave our confidence is pretty much rock bottom we're questioning ourselves can we do it uh, in terms of the role we're also navigating having a child and, and how are we going to you know get them fed into childcare and, and looked after and make sure they're they're okay and the carers are okay and then also at the evenings it's like oh my goodness I've got to do bed bath and everything else in between and it's you know it's really it is a struggle I'm not going to lie but the more that we can also normalize those struggles, the better off we're going to be. So rather than actually feeling, and I've had this so many times, particularly in the last six months of, well, isn't, you know, who else is facing this? And as soon as I realized that, say, someone else is going through the same thing, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not so crazy. I'm actually completely normal by having these feelings. And by knowing someone else is actually going through a similar way, I'm like, oh, well, that's not so, so bad then. And what was actually playing out in my head was actually then I flipped the narrative because I'm like, oh, right, 
I'm not on my own. Others are going through the same thing and I'm not feeling so cray cray. And I know generally when also we become a mum, definitely here in Australia, we are then invited to join a mother's group. I remember when I was, you know, first going in and thinking about going into mother's group, my husband, you know, word for word said, nah, look, shop's full. We don't have time for even our current friends. I don't think we're going to have, you know, not not enough time for, um, you know, mother's group and how are we going to fit that in and, and the like. It was more about me and I'd heard so many things, positive things about being a part of a mother's group. So I went along to the first uh, visit and the first group. We're all sitting in a circle, all with bubs. And where it was funny because you're looking around at everyone, you're checking everyone out, right? Who looks like, you know, who's who and I wonder who's going to be the, the loud one, the quiet one and, you know, really overshare it because there's, you know, some of those in, in every group. And, and so it was interesting. And so, but as part of that mother's group, we all had to go around and introduce ourselves and our child's name and, and a little bit of our birthing story. And by doing that, there was a sense of vulnerability, So it put us all on the same page, all made us really feel like, yep, we've all been through the same journey of, uh, or a similar journey of of giving birth. And certainly there were some more traumatic stories compared to others. And yeah, so we've, we're actually, you know, feeling that, all right, we've got that relatability, we've got that connection. And and still to this day, there's even one of my friends um, who I've made from mother's group has actually, you know, she gave this story about, um, you know, strengths and accepting help. And, and still to this day, if you've listened to many of podcasts of mine, I've actually still referred back into that example. And and my husband now says how good Mother's Group was. And he even, like to one of his brothers, is like, yep, join Mother's Group. It's absolutely amazing. Karina's got so much out of it. And, and why? It's because it's been that emotional support. It's made me feel like a sense of community. When I've had those mornings or even those nights particularly when my first son was was born it was just crazy the first six months you're just like what's going on and and how's he feeding and sleeping and everyone's checking in on every um of each other and and certainly that's such a big part of those you know the first few months of going oh my goodness am i doing this right am i the only one feeling this by being a part of that community of 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 mothers that are in that you know in those early days it actually normalized and I have to say it did actually keep me sane Um, our group's a little bit smaller now but we've still got that support that connection that we know we only need to just message in a quick whatsapp and the troops will be rallied and it's really that strong sense of belonging and also that identity um, and certainly as well our confidence um, as particularly as going in mums and I know definitely going from one child to two child it was huge so that initial part of oh my goodness is, is this actually for me 100% that community as a new mum really helped me stay sane and and I think that's where as well like there's there's so much value you can get and it's also about normalizing it and you know, that positive impact of community on mental health, you know, on our well-being and also then on our overall satisfaction. I know that if, and even before I joined a mother's group, the way I was probably parenting some of the awareness of different things, I wasn't necessarily all there just because of all just becoming a new mum as well. Lack of sleep, we all know it, I need to go into it. And then once I'd found this community, it was almost like this weight had been lifted. I was like, oh, right, okay. A, I'm, as I keep saying, I'm not so cray-cray, but also B, normalizing the struggles, the challenges, but also the good times as well. 
And certainly there is correlation between community involvement and also improved outcomes in, in different areas of our life. And But then also now relating to this as, as a working mum, being a working mum can also be really isolating. You know, I remember but when I returned back into work from my first maternity leave and even my second, I'm going back into teams where A, they've either already had kids and they're a lot older or B, They've never actually had kids. Um, I've also worked generally in a male-dominated environment. So as we all know, when fathers returning, you know, from leave, which is very, very rare, or even, you know, they're two weeks leave at the start and then they're right back into to full-time work, it's a different transition compared to a mother. So therefore, when you're returning back into work after mat leave, you know, you rock up that first day and you're like, right, okay, and people just assume that you're going to be the same person. You know, deep down, you're actually, your mind is not really necessarily there. You're on going, oh, I wonder how Bubs is going with the person that's caring for them, generally with childcare. And I wonder if they're sleeping and eating and taking the bottle and everything else that goes with it. So you're emotionally not really there. And it can be quite isolating because, uh, you know, when I returned back into work, I was like, um, I had to ask a friend of mine who was in HR and I said, went up to her and said, where do we pump? And I felt like there was almost this real quiet little group of um, of women that have returned back in because I was like, I need to pump. Where am I supposed to pump? And she's like, oh, look, the first aid room downstairs. I was like, okay. Then I ran into someone um, that also had just recently returned. And we, you know, we hadn't really, um, we knew of each other, but it's not like we'd caught up for lunch or anything. But as soon as we both knew that we were mums and new mums returning back into work, we were then sharing war stories of what it was like, lack of sleep or pumping and navigating the juggle. And it was in, in those few um, connections that I had in my workplace, it made such a difference because I was like, oh, wow, it's not just me feeling this. Yep, they're going through it as well. They're working, you know, three days a week, um, the same as me. And it actually made me feel a lot better to know, oh, okay, I've made these choices and I'm not alone in making these choices, particularly going back to three days a week um, when I was working. And rather than the whole, you should feel this way, it actually normalized to go, well, the way that you're feeling is completely normal and it's okay. And just by someone actually saying, it's okay, it's normal, I'm feeling the same. It's amazing just when you're going, oh, this weight comes off your shoulder and it's awesome. And so, you know, as working mums and particularly in that return back into work, we are breaking down many, many barriers. And often in workplaces, you know, as I said, I work in a very male-dominated environment. And so, you know, men don't necessarily understand what it's like. And so it's also about educating it, but also for yourself of finding those communities to help normalize it. Um, there's, there's a number of organizations, like organizations do sometimes have um, female networking community so you can also then find that but that's also a key reason why I've created the working mama village is so as you're returning back into work and even in those first few years you're going oh what am I doing how do I normalize this you know lack of sleep I'm trying to do this I'm trying to and you're like oh you can easily do a post on the, in the Facebook group how am I going to do this and trust me there will be people that will come in and normalize it back you and you'll be there to help you support it through Another element is is that you know women in, in you know really in our mothers or even our grandmothers generation depending on how old you are they had to give up work when they got married 
And so now, you know, pretty much we get married and we're like, right, what's our next step in our career? How can we keep elevating it up? So that's where this societal change and the stories and the narrative that was around, we're also debunking some of those myths. And so that's where, you know, that value of community to help normalize. And I'd say a lot about being a working mum is certainly normalizing it. Uh, you know, I leave work around 4.30 because I've got to, you know, do the childcare pickup and, and the like. And, and it's what I've got to do. But people now know that that's why I'm leaving. And I'm not, hopefully for those around me, normalizing what I need to do. And certainly as well that there is uh, positive research that shows the psychological and emotional support of being a part of a community shows that uh, it also improved um, self-confidence, particularly um, around career advice and also with working mums as well. Now, probably the, another question comes into it of if you're a working mum, why should you be part of a community? And I would say that, you know, some of the challenges that we have that are quite unique and yes, there's a plethora of um, business networking groups out there and they're certainly as well very unique they might be on a particular topic and look I belong to a number of uh, of communities myself particularly paid communities and I go there for a particular reason um, so there's one group called One Roof I belong that more from an entrepreneurial perspective and it certainly helps with the connections and the collaborations for Working Mama but from a if I put my corporate hat on it's a different style of networking if I'm wanting to build my network in that in that industry that I work in but from a mum perspective that's why it's a key reason that I started the working mama village is to normalize and to support women uh, you know in those early phases as you're creating and laying those foundations as as a new mum navigating it and so if you don't have that support in your workplace that you can go right there is a community that's got my back that understands what it's like and that's there to help and support you. So some elements that just to consider about when, if you're considering a, a community or joining a network as well, here are some considerations to think about. And certainly as well, you know, as I say, feel free at any point to, uh, to reach out or to join the Working Mama Village. And this is very much about, uh, and these elements are around what I've um, aimed to create as well for the Working Mama Village. The first part is about emotional support. And so it's here about joining a network with like-minded individuals who understand your unique challenges and also experiences being faced by women in similar roles. So with the Working Mama Village, for example, it's targeting professional women, uh, generally probably middle to senior management. But if you're, regardless of what role you have, that's what it is. And so then if you wanted to share emotions, seek advice, you know, get the empathy and encouragement you know, by all means, do it. I do it even even as someone who's running the community and advocating for it. I go in and ask questions, seek advice. I've done it time and time again. And I have to say, it's been instrumental. I absolutely um, would, you know, be lost without it. The networking opportunities um, is communities provide valuable networking opportunities for working mums, allowing them to connect with professionals and you know this can help you lead to career advancements and collaborations and potentially even mentorships so uh, in the working mama village we do a 
monthly masterclass. There's, um, I think, over 15 different masterclass experts um, that have got that are all available now on demand. So if you're like, oh, my goodness, the finances are going up. How am I going to manage? Yep, there's already a masterclass on uh, family budgeting. What I'm going to do in terms of leadership, here we go. What am I going to do in terms of career advice? Yep, that's covered. What can I do about redefining my values and my why? Yep, that's covered. That was our very first masterclass. So it's really as well about the networking, but also then the, uh, you know, professional um, development. And also here it's around the training programs. And often, you know, our corporates are fantastic with, um, or very often they're very good, um, or even businesses on learning and development. But these are very much around a job or a skill. So, for example, it might be leadership and management, negotiation, all the, all the normal skills. But I will actually challenge you to find out if your organization is delivering training, say, for example, on the mental load, which is applicable to both men and women. Um, say, maybe around um, work-life integration. Are they offering training around that? Are they training, doing training around uh, maybe some of the soft skills as, as a working mom and rec- re redefining your confidence in imposter syndrome and managing imposter syndrome are they giving training any of that i know personally when i went into my uh learning and development site i typed in mental load i literally got no nothing that came back out and i work for quite a large organization zero on the mental load I'm thinking the mental load is huge, not only at home from a gender uh, diversity and, and equality and, and certainly having that conversation, but also then has ripples into the workplace. So if we're wanting to change, as I said, the gender diversity and, and you know reduce the gender pay gap, it certainly has a big part of the mental load. So that's where professional development, you know, how it can support and that's where communities can really help fill that gap. Um, around that professional development and that's what we need as working mums you know it's confidence mindset to build us up so we can actually elevate our thinking I've recently um, been speaking to a mindset coach because I was like I need some help and so I went and got my own professional development Um, I've actually done a, a podcast with her as well and and so it's really helped me and it has leveled up my thinking and it's also helped me with my confidence and in so many ways so I wouldn't I didn't get this from work there's no mindset training or support but for me, I went and saw it, found it, and, uh, and it's been amazing. So knowledge sharing is another really big part of, of being part of community. Um, and it's also about our collective wisdom. What works for one person may also be applicable for another. And really sharing, sharing those wisdoms. There might be a few people maybe a little bit further along in their journeys that they can then circle in and say, oh, this is what's worked for me. Here's my hot tip. Obviously, you've got to ask the question to be able to get that as well. Um, work-life integration um, certainly about helping people manage this so what works for them I know in the past I've asked for meal planning ideas um, recipes um, you know different tips saving for outsourcing and, and how it works um, also then shared resources um, you know it could be what works for you say uh, maybe work um, flexible work arrangements productivity um, apps different services and, and the like so definitely if those sharing resources and also knowledge Advocacy and empowerment is huge. So definitely the empowerment um, of, of others, feeling empowered as well. So if you're standing up for, say, being a working mom or around, say, maybe workplace flexibility or hybrid working, knowing that it's, you know, say, maybe normalized outside of your organization can also give you weight and confidence to actually fight for it and advocate for it as well. So 
you can actually say, well, this organization X is doing this. I've seen it. Okay. And it also helps you bit of that, you know, ammunition and those little back pocket tools and tips and tricks that help you along the way. And another part is also about lifelong friendships. I know certainly there's been some connections made in the Working Mama Village that uh, have actually then kept going outside of, of that community, which is amazing. And, and so support systems and that sense of belonging. And certainly as well, just to round this off, um, this part is around self-care and wellness. And we know, as we all know, as working mums, we put so much time and effort into everyone else and not enough into actually ourselves. And so that's why, um, you know, even men exercise more than females. And, and so here it's about through community, you're actually helping, uh, you know, promoting physical, mental and emotional uh, well-being. Also reminding others to reprioritize their own health and well-being, you know, alongside um, their professional and also parenting responsibilities. So, you know what, in terms of communities and network, Men and women network and engage completely differently. I was at a conference recently and actually called this out when at the very last minute I was actually called up to be um, a panel member. And I called out to the audience because we're talking about um, gender diversity and and how to attract more people um, into, into my industry. And I said, look, you know, one of the ways is just men and women network differently. So it's also, you know, there's, there is the boys club as much as we try and deny it. There is. But also then it's about creating those communities and those safe spaces for women to network. It's, you know, it's amazing as well. Like women will not necessarily always come up to, you know, even with men start talking, but then men will have a little bit more confidence than, and women will. Um, we probably want to get to know people, even each other on a, on a different level. Um, and so it's really interesting that even when you, if you go to, when you go to your next conference, stand back and actually watch the crowd and you'll see the men talking to the men and often the women talking to the women. Yeah, there is, you know, inter, um, you know, gender diversity in that way and there will be, um, you know, with, with mixed groups. But it's interesting as well, just the conversations, the interactions, the networking style of questions, they're going to be different. Um, and also another element of networking is also about helping your network act as your own personal advisory board. Uh, I know Ellen, who I've had on um, previously on the podcast, Ellen Hooper, and she's talked about this um, through her socials, but also as part of the research for this um, episode, I saw this referenced as well as your own personal advisory board. And so where you can lean on these communities or networks or even individuals, if and when as you need. And so, you know, like recently, I was actually going for a job interview and I hadn't interviewed for about 13 years. And so, and it was an internal role and I was really a bit nervous. I knew who was going to be interviewing me. I know them really well, but I still wanted to let them know, you know, a little bit more about me than what they may know because I've had a career before they've I've worked directly with them. So one of my first things I did was, was actually do a post in the Working Mama Village typed in right I'm going for a job interview I haven't interviewed and it's an internal position what are some tools and trips and tips and tricks I had so many responses that I kid you not it's what set me up for success for that interview one of the tips was about not over not assuming people will know your knowledge and certainly preparing well and I did that made sure I prepared had my stories absolutely everything and so I nailed that job interview. Yes, I got the job. And I would put it down to what I got back in from the Working Mama Village. There was someone, a recruiter, also said to me, right, here's some tips. 
but the foundation of what I prepared for for that interview largely came from the Working Mama Village because they were, you know, they are some, you know, my personal advisory board. What about this? What about that? I've also got other key people that I lean on, um, but that's a big part of it and I feel safe that I can ask those questions and the responses I got back, as I said, they helped me get the job. I kid you not. Um, and so, yeah, it's really making sure that you've got these um, opportunities um, for you to to actually help you build up your network and, and really do this. And for some strategies for finding and engaging in communities, it's also about, you know, what are their values, how much they align with you, but also looking at what is your need, whereabouts are you on your journey, what are you needing to maybe help you elevate up to that next role, is there a particular problem that you're wanting to do or a particular, you know, focus? Um, sometimes it can be coaching related. Um, other times it might be purely networking. Um, and also what style is it? You know, are you wanting, there's a whole lot of say entrepreneurial female startup communities. There's so many of them. Uh, there's also then professional um, networks. There's networks for CEOs and, and the like, you know, so there's so many different elements um, and networks that are around where I focus on for the Working Mama Village is around women re-entering the workforce after maternity leave in those first couple of years back in the workforce because we all know that they're really challenging years and so the aim through the Working Mama Village is that you feel uh, supported, connected and empowered through the community engagement that can help you, um, you know, feel confident returning back into work and, and, you know, navigating the juggle as a working mum. So that's why there's topics in there relating to um, for masterclasses, for, you know, mental load through to leadership, through to um, uh, life admin and, and the like. So you name it, um, we've actually got a really good library that's that's developing there. But it's also about understanding what are your needs uh, and what, what kind of community do you want to um, associate with. So at the moment, mine's largely, the Working Mind Village is largely online. I am very excited to um, announce that in a couple, probably in August, I'll, um, you know, put out a, a meetup, particularly in Melbourne, and then I might do a meetup in November in Sydney. So, yeah, that's just some things about, you know, when you're looking for communities, you have a think about what you're looking for. Certainly, by all means, check out the Working Mama Village. I would love, 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 love for you to join. Uh, so yeah, look, that's what I just wanted to, to just quickly run through with you today was just about the value of community. Sometimes we actually are so focused on what our kids need, you know, even sporting clubs and I'll join that and what I need to do at work without actually not reflecting on ourselves, you know, and if we're experiencing things like mum guilt and, you know, questioning um, and even doubting our own ability, can we do something often by actually surrounding ourselves with like-minded people? that you then can go, all right, um, yep, cool, they they experience mum guilt, so do I. All right, I don't actually have to feel so bad about it now um, because, you know what, others are feeling it and so I can then, you know, you start to normalise that guilt. It's normal. It's okay. Um, And so now I've, I know so many people that are going, oh, look, you know, the juggle's real with kids and and navigating it and having flexible uh, work schedules certainly helps. And so by me being able to see from what others are doing, it helps me normalise it. So it's also sometimes the narrative and the story that we're telling ourselves and by surrounding us with, you know, people that are, are like-minded going through similar drug struggles and um, but also want to have that, that goals and ambitions to also be a mum and, and also have a career. That's where 
uh, working mum village certainly helps. And so what I've talked about in terms of resources and friendships and professional development and networking opportunities, it's all there part of the working mum village. So, but as I said, there's heaps of communities out there. Uh, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm a member of, of One Roof and that's for me a, also an amazing space, um, particularly in that, that startup space. Um, I belong to an industry association as well. Um, so, yeah, there's different things that you use. And I know a number of people that don't just belong to one network but multiple and you get something particularly from each network. So, look, you know, feel free. I'll provide the links in the show notes to join the Working Mama Village. If you've got any questions, just feel free to send me a DM on, say, LinkedIn um, or Instagram. Um, I'm now on threads, so I've been threading the last few days. So, um, yeah, feel free to come over, have a chat, love to love to connect with you and that's those social platforms as well are another form of community engagement and certainly um, a lot of people are a part of, of of groups on Facebook and you know Instagram is, is trying to be you know that community space but also now threads as well so you know just it's all on the all in the online space so um, yeah lots of different elements there so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. As always, I would love if you could leave a rating or review. That would be amazing. I've got 18 reviews at the moment. I would love to get up to 50. So if you can help me achieve that goal by the end of the year, that would be absolutely amazing. Well, until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast catch up. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, Mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au. I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week.